Team Buck, thanks for being here. I'm taking some time off to recharge my batteries and spend time with family. Hope you're doing the same and enjoying this holiday season. The podcast today is a repeat performance from July 28th, a day the CDC began forcing us to wear masks again. Enjoy this episode again. I'll be back with a new year of daily podcasts on Monday, January 3rd. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Great to have you here with me. My oh my, so much to get to today. The CDC's mask reversal is utter bullcrap, and everybody knows it. We'll break down why that's the case. Plus, we're now being told by Rochelle Walensky of the CDC that COVID-19 may be a few mutations away from evading vaccines. So just making sure that everyone has the fear ratcheted all the way up. Plus, COVID migrants are being shipped or COVID positive migrants are being shipped all over the country and students are going to have to mask up next year. A New York Times reporter calls Trump supporters enemies of the state. We've got all of that and more coming up here in just a moment. Oh, and if you say male or female as a doctor in med school, you might have to apologize. In fact, you probably will because the woke mob will come after you. It's not just women who breastfeed. And by the way, it's chest feed. Unless you want the woke mob to decide you are in the crosshairs. But I want to tell you about my friends at Carnivore Trading right now because the market is really active right now. A lot of stuff going on. And Wall Street wants you to think that just piling some of your money into some very straightforward stuff to get a very measly return of a few percent a year is a good return. And it's simply... Not. They also want you to think that trading is so complicated you can't do it yourself. That's not true. All you need is carnivore trading where normal folks are already crushing it because carnivore is an anonymous team of elite Wall Street strategists. They're legends and they've gone a bit rogue. They're inviting everyday folks like you and me to see and mirror their explosive trades. So whatever trading platform you use, you'll get a text message that'll tell you, here's what carnivore is going in on. And right now, Carnivore will let you see all the trades they're making for two weeks for free. Go to GetOurTrades.com. Use promo code BUCK for two free weeks. If you join, you'll get Carnivore's industry-leading promise. You'll generate three times your fees after your annual paid subscription, or you'll get a 100% refund. Go to GetOurTrades.com. Promo code BUCK. That's GetOurTrades.com. Promo code BUCK. See website for guarantee terms and conditions, past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings. Oh, the CDC's mask reversal. It's so predictable. In fact, I predicted it. Told you they were going to try this again. And now what they're saying is just mask up and everybody, everybody, even those previously infected, even the very young, even the healthy must get vaccinated or else. I don't know. There could be there could be some lockdowns real lockdowns in your future that's what they are out there saying right now here is joe biden saying he is considering a mandate for all federal employees play one will you require all federal employees to get vaccinated that's under consideration right now but if you're not vaccinated you're not nearly as smart as i thought you were it's under, it's under consideration uh, yeah, right now we're going to do the thing. Yeah, that's the guy who's president of the United States. Just remember that. All your smug Democrat friends running around who have been trying to tell you how awful Trump is for years and years and how he's destroying the country, they replaced him with this guy. 
not as smart as I thought he were. I cannot believe Joe Biden is president. And even more, even more so, I can't believe anybody pretends that it's not a complete and total absurdity. But let's look at this for a moment. Let's just let's dive into this together. What has changed? Why is it that now things have to be different? Uh, Well, the answer is, if you look at the data, there are more cases, but there are not a lot more deaths. There's been an increase in hospitalizations. But if the hospitalizations aren't overwhelming the hospitals and if people aren't uh, dying in large numbers from covid, is it really the health emergency that they're pretending it is right now that requires a change in the guidance? Mask mania is making a comeback. That's the whole point. here. I write about this on bucksexton.com today. Go check out my editorial on how the mask reversal is bullcrap and everybody knows it. But I still remember when we were promised we got 100, millions, 100 million Americans vaccinated, so there's 100 million of us who have natural immunity. And do we get our basic freedom back? No, we don't. They're trying to roll it back. Somehow the science has changed dramatically in the blink of an eye. And this is why you got Fauci walking around saying, you know, you got a mask even if you're vaccinated. Play two. The data are clear, the most recent data, that when a person gets infected who has been vaccinated, namely a breakthrough infection, and they get infected with the Delta variant, that the level of virus in their nasopharynx is about a thousand times higher than with the Alpha variant. And it has been well documented that even though it's a rare occurrence, those individuals can and have transmitted the virus to uninfected individuals. And for that reason, the recommendations and the guidelines have been changed to say that if you are vaccinated, even though you are vaccinated, when you are in an indoor public setting in an area of the country with a high degree of viral dynamics, namely the red and orange sections on the CDC chart, then you need to wear a mask, even though you are vaccinated. I need to know why we don't have Fauci telling us to wear two masks because of the dynamics of infection to stop the droplets. Two masks are better than one mask. Remember that double mask. Why not double mask now? I thought that was about the science. In fact, I thought it was about the science when a couple of months ago, the CDC director said, oh, no, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Now they're changing it. Why? The only reason they could possibly want to change it is because the vaccines don't work as well as they said they did, at least when it comes to stopping transmission and stopping all infection. That's another way of saying that when they were telling us the science was settled a couple of months ago, they were wrong. There is now new information. But is that even really the case? Or rather, are they making this decision about masks because of this new information? Well, they're telling us it's a surge in the unvaccinated. And so we all need to be really frightened, really on guard because of this. Play three. Right now, fortunately for us, we have enough people vaccinated that you're not going to see a wave or a surge of infections among the vaccinated. It will be a surge of infections among the unvaccinated. It will be an outbreak among the unvaccinated. 
people not getting vaccinated not only is a bad thing for them, it could actually interfere in a negative way with the rest of the country by generating variants that would elude the vaccines. That's the thing we're concerned about. Ah, you see, get vaccinated or else you're a Petri dish for a super COVID virus. As if we didn't have enough anxiety here, as if there wasn't already enough otherizing of those who have not gotten the vaccine. I have not gotten the vaccine, folks, but I have had covid. Therefore, I have natural immunity. So why should I be told that I'm a risk when the most recent major studies actually show that natural immunity is? Yes, you guessed it. More durable and more effective than the vaccine derived immunity. How many people are actually dying right now from covid in this country? Just to give you a sense of it, New York City currently has a couple of hundred people in the hospital for COVID. Los Angeles has nine per 100,000 residents hospitalized with the disease. So anybody who thinks those are pandemic numbers that justify mask mandates should wear a helmet every time you get into a car and take baths with a snorkel on just in case, you know, you pass out or you hit your head or something. This is stupid beyond words and i also think at some point we have to say as a society the same way we have for the flu vaccine for many years right a lot of people including at high risk know there's a flu vaccine don't get it they choose not to get it and a lot of people die from the flu we're at a point now where if someone's getting covid and they're getting really sick and they die from covid and they didn't get the vaccine they made a choice to not get the vaccine now, some people would say, Buck, they might have died with the vaccine anyway. And sure, I, I'm not I'm not saying anything other than people get to make decisions about their own lives and those decisions have consequences. And I don't have to be constantly forced to be worried about their decisions. And I certainly will not be coerced into forcing them to make certain decisions about their own Health, But you see, the problem with this all along has been they've tried to make this a collective issue and they're not done. You know, Biden back in December was saying, and now the clip is making a lot of the rounds on the media that he didn't want he didn't want vaccine mandates. Well, now his CDC director is basically saying, yeah, well, look what they're doing in Europe. That looks pretty cool. Maybe we will do that. Play five. But they, they're issuing health health passes there, right, where, you know, you can go to a disco or a discotheque, as they like to call it there. If you have a, a health pass, is that something that the CDC would ever lean into or perhaps advise here? You know, I think some communities are doing that, and, and that may very well be, be a path forward. I do want to sort of comment that in some fully vaccinated uh, venues, um, if there are people, if they're unmasked and there are a few people who are transmitting there be- as a fully vaccinated person, it is possible to pick up disease in those settings. We've mm. seen that in some of our outbreak investigations this summer, which right. is why overall it's so very critical to just get the um, huge amount of disease in some of these areas down. Huge amount of disease. Uh, why? Why do we have to worry about the amount of the disease, really? hospitalizations and deaths are all that matter and really deaths are what matter and those are very very low i mean there are places like the northeastern uh, northeast of the united states uh, los angeles california where caseload is very very manageable deaths are practically non-existent right now on a day-to-day basis from, from covid 
I mean, you're talking about maybe uh, in the in the dozens, something like that. Very, very low numbers. But this is the mentality of covid zero that we're fighting against, which also comes from this uh, this belief that the lockdowners, the Democrats, the Fauciites have that if only we take more extreme anti covid measures, if only we're willing to go even further in the inconvenience and the absurdity of these measures, if we do those things, we'll be in a much better position. Everything will be fine. But that's just not true. This is where you get double mask, wear goggles, socially distance all the time, even when you're outside, even when you're vaccinated. I mean, this is this is a mental illness that they have. But the White House suffers from it. I mean, you have to remember the White House is very much uh, also on board for these extremes of Fauciism. Play four. We will, of course, be abiding by every aspect of the CDC guidelines on masking that they will provide this afternoon. And that does mean, uh, as you conveyed, that we will be looking at uh, the rates in different areas where the president may visit and also the rates uh, as they if they move in Washington, D.C., and we will apply guidance accordingly. That means we will be prepared to wear masks again if, if required, if uh, if the guidance is, is, is leading to that, as would the president. Uh, and that will continue to be the case. I mean, at what point do we just say enough's enough? Life's not perfect. The government can't protect you from everything. It certainly can't protect you from a virus. And we just get to live our lives. At what point do we say that this is no longer that the, the collective mass mobilization of everybody has to do all these things to fight against this virus is absurd and counterproductive, no longer necessary? We have lived with flu as well as other diseases, communicable diseases in our society for as long as we've had a society. And we've never assumed that we should just go to constant extreme measures to prevent the spread of those diseases. So why the big change here? As you know, this has all been infused with politics at every step of the way. The Democrats have been shouting the science, the science. And the rest of us look at them and say, you know, your science, which you act like, I mean, Democrats act like their science is sacrosanct, never changing and just solid as can be. And yet they change their designations, they change their regulations frequently, frequently. They make these distinctions about, oh, we've got to do something else. now. Oh, that's not the way it is. And yet. The fact that they change what they say is unchangeable and certain you're not supposed to pay any attention to. You're not supposed to spend a moment of your time actually wondering, hold on a second. If they were wrong the last time, could they be wrong this time? Stop asking questions. That's the most important thing the Fauciites want from you. Stop asking questions and obey. All right. I love my pillow products. I just got my dad uh, the my towels from Mike Lindell's my pillow, and I had to get my mom matching sets too because they just absolutely love the towels. They love the my pillows they've got on their beds. I've got the Giza Dream sheets on my bed. They're absolutely amazing. These are just the products that you want to have all over your home because they're such high quality. There's the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, the towels, the my slippers, and more. Sleep is really important to me. You need sleep to function at your best and enjoy your life, quite honestly. So do everything you can to get the best night's sleep possible. My pillow helps a ton. 
Mike Lindell also loves the fact that you support him and his company, despite the fact that the cancel culture left comes after them. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now, clicking on the radio listener special square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and the Giza Dream sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK right now for these great radio specials. Again, you just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. You'll see up to 66% off all their different amazing products. Make sure you use that promo code BUCK for these amazing radio specials. Is male-female a thing? You and I know that it is, but if you were a lib who wanted to be in good standing, if you were a lib who wanted to be woke and you're in med school, you're a doctor, a man or a woman. Oh, I just did it there. See what I just did? Microaggression. Mansplaining. No, but if you were a a person of science in the uh, medical community, you would know that you're not allowed these days to make this most basic of biological distinctions. Barry Weiss has the piece here. Some of the country's top medical students are being taught that humans are not like other mammals, a species compromising two sexes. The notion of sex they are learning is a man-made creation. This is astonishing. Let me just read you from this piece from uh, Katie Herzog on Barry Weiss's Substack. During a recent endocrinology course at a top medical school in the University of California system, a professor stopped mid-lecture to apologize for something he'd said at the beginning of class. I don't want you to think that I'm in any way trying to imply anything. And if you can summon some generosity, forgive me, I would really appreciate it. The physician says in a recording uh, provided by a student in the class. Again, I'm very sorry for that. It was certainly not my intention to offend anyone. The worst thing that I can do as a human being is to be offensive. His offense using the term pregnant women. I said when a woman is pregnant, which implies that only women can get pregnant. And I most sincerely, uh, sincerely apologize to all of you. Wasn't the first time that the student had heard an instructor apologizing for using language that to most Americans would seem utterly inoffensive words like male and female. Why is it a problem to say male and female? Why is it a problem to say breastfeeding? It's chest feeding. Or to say pregnant woman. You have to say pregnant person now. Oh, because otherwise you are being transphobic. And trans uh, trans agenda, the trans agenda is a human rights issue with all the moral certainty and righteousness of the civil rights movement. That's what you are to believe. That's what the left in this country, even in medical schools, believes. And that's why, as you see this play out, you should be deeply concerned about what's happening here. We've already lost a lot of faith in the medical community in this country because of the way so many of them have been politicized and either weaponized for purposes of politics or silenced because they're not allowed to speak out against the craziness. But as all of this is happening, people are paying attention. They're seeing that 
doctors, particularly those that have blue checks next to their names on social media, can be every bit as partisan as a journalist, a news anchor, a university professor, you name it. And the woke madness has spread into medical schools. This is really concerning. I mean, this isn't just in rhetorical terms. This actually results in horrible outcomes for patients. Go back to this Barry Weiss substack. In 2019, the New England Journal of Medicine reported the case of a 32-year-old transgender man who went to an ER complaining of abdominal pain. While the patient disclosed he was transgender, his medical records did not. He was simply a man. The triage nurse determined that the patient, who was obese, was in pain because he'd stopped taking a medication to relieve hypertension. This was no emergency, she decided. She was wrong. The patient was, in fact, pregnant and in labor. By the time the hospital staff realized that, it was too late. The baby was dead, and the patient, despite his own shock at being pregnant, was shattered. There's a lot in here, all right? That's the end of the quote. First off, notice how even in this piece by Barry Weiss, we refer to a female as he, because it's a transgender man. But that's not accurate. That's not accurate. And that accuracy is a real thing, a tangible, observable, demonstrable thing. Male, female is a question of truth. It's not a question of belief or feeling. And when people deny that truth, there can be consequences, even life threatening or life ending consequences as happened in this case. So I would note that even here where they're pointing out the absurdity in this piece of not using male and female as terms in a medical school and a professor groveling before the class saying, oh, the worst thing in the world is to be offensive. Wrong. Sometimes being offensive is brilliant. Sometimes being offensive is necessary. It's courageous. It's wonderful. Some people deserve to be offended. Some ideas deserve complete and utter humiliation and repudiation. That's the reality of living in the world. Now, the left can pretend that something else is going on, that we live in some alternate universe, but we don't have to go along with them. Um, that, that professors, though, university are as scared of this as they are at medical school um, tells you a lot. I mean, here, here are some very basic facts. Only women can get pregnant. There is no transgender surgery. There is nothing going on that can change that. We do not have the ability to have a man give birth to a baby. Doesn't work. This is like saying we can create life out of nothing. We can't do it. You can you can pretend, but that's not true. And truth has to be the center of what it is to be a conservative. If we aren't conserving the truth, what are we conserving? It's necessary to look at an issue like this of the trans agenda and understand what the broader implications of it are. It's absolutely essential. Um, And yeah, I'm appalled that we've even, we've gotten to this point, appalled that it's taken this long for people to finally see. Oh, and then there's, of course, there's the transgender children situation where they're giving kids puberty, a puberty blocker. Sometimes on the first visit, these are prepubescent kids. They're giving puberty blockers to You know what the long-term implications of uh, puberty blockers are? No, you don't, because nobody knows, because they haven't done studies. 
These are very powerful drugs with enormous physical and psychological implications. But the woke left is desperate to find another gender identity or whatever crusade. And so they want eight year olds taking puberty blockers. That's what's going. And if you point out that this is crazy, if you point out that this is wrong, they come after you. They want to destroy you. And that's that is unfortunately the country that we are living in right now. That is what we are seeing. Um, You also saw the histrionics and hysteria from Democrats yesterday, including uh, the two Adams, Schiff and Kinzinger, who were just like, oh my gosh, January 6th, I just get so upset when I think about the insurrection. Because MSNBC watchers see that, and they'll, they'll love Schiff and Kinzinger forever as a result of that. They'll absolutely love them for it. But there are so many lies that uh what came up yesterday well here i mentioned this guy kinzinger i mean here's here's the kind of stuff that he was saying play 12 and for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee our mission is very simple let's define the truth and it's to ensure accountability like most americans i'm frustrated that six months after a deadly insurrection breached the united states capitol for several hours on live television We still don't know exactly what happened. Why? Because many in my party have treated this as just another partisan fight. It's toxic and it's a disservice to the officers and their families, to the staff and the employees on the Capitol complex, to the American people who deserve the truth, and to those generations before us who went to war to defend self-governance. Because self-governance is at stake. Oh, the self-governance is at is at stake. Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm so bad. Uh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's uh, really people that are the betrayers belong in the ninth circle of hell, to borrow from Dante. I mean, people who betray um, are are really the worst. They're the ones who you just, you know, treachery, the deepest circle of hell, right? That's that's where Satan resides himself. Those who betray their own side, those who betray their own. Obviously, Judas resides there. Um, traitors are the absolute worst. And we have some Republican. Now, I don't mean traitors in the legal sense because they have the free speech rights, but I'm talking about traitors to their ideology and to their party. And yet they think they're heroes for doing it. Here's one of the many, many, many lies that were told during the. And it's not even like they're told once. They're central to what's going on here in all these uh, hearings and all this show trial of Trump voters. That's what this is. It's a show trial for all Trump voters. The January 6th commission. But we've never said this was okay. I was furious. And you know this. I was furious as soon as this happened. As soon as January 6th was occurring, this was a disaster and it's awful for the Republican Party. It's bad for the country. And it's just it was just wrong. I mean, people should be punished. You cannot storm a building and attack police because you don't like an election outcome. And I've been consistent on that from the very beginning. So is every conservative who knows anything. And yet they pretend like we're okay with this. No, Democrats are okay with. 
with the BLM riots all summer. Democrats are fine with attacks on federal buildings as long as it's in the name of social justice or whatever. I mean, here's Jim Jordan saying he's he's never downplayed what happened on that day. He's never pretended that it wasn't wrong. Play 10. No, I think the message is I've never downplayed January 6th. Uh, what we've done, what I've done and what Republicans have done is we've been consistent. We said what happened last summer in these in so many of our urban areas to police officers, to small business owners and to our fellow citizens was as wrong as wrong could be. And we said what happened on January 6th was as wrong as wrong could be. We've been consistent. The people who haven't are the Democrats. And that's why they continue to focus on this, because they can't talk about the fact that they defunded the police and all the things they said when they raised money to bail out rioters and looters from jail. They can't talk about those things, so they're going to focus on this and attacking the former president. That's exactly what this is about. I mean, it's really a preemptive impeachment, third impeachment of Donald Trump, just in case he decides to run again. This is the ongoing, everlasting impeachment process of the of the so-called insurrection. So that's what you're seeing play out in real time here. This, And let's just all be very clear about the fact that they're not even going to look into this as a security matter in any meaningful way why weren't there more capital police deployed why didn't reinforcements come sooner why did it seem like at different times protesters were let past barricades by capital police i mean there's a lot of stuff who shot ashley babbitt what was the justification for it it's a lot of stuff out there that you'd say huh are we going to get any of those answers and i can tell you right now unfortunately we're not This is just about putting a bunch of Biden voting members of the Capitol Hill police on the stand to cry and to convince the American people that anybody who voted for Trump was part of this terrorist insurrection and they're awful. And and therefore, we are all tainted by that sin. We're all tainted by it. That's the point. Uh, Now we want to check in with our friend, producer Mark. Producer Mark, how you doing? Good. How are you, Buck? I'm all right, man. What's going on, producer Mark World? I'm going to another Met game tonight, so that's fun. Another one? Another one. They're in a long Look home Look at you, stand. High Roller. How do you keep getting invited to all these Mets games? I mean, the tickets are available to everyone. How, but aren't they kind of... I have no idea how expensive a Mets game is. Uh, well, on a Wednesday, they're a lot cheaper than on like a Friday, Saturday night. So I, I got a pretty good deal on the tickets for tonight. I only paid like $25 a ticket. Hmm. Good deal. $25? Yeah, for a Wednesday night game, they're oh, a lot great. cheaper. I, I thought it was going to be like one fifty or something. I remember when I went to a Knicks game before the pandemic, I had to take out a mortgage on my imaginary house. <laughs> well, the Knicks play uh, 41 home games. as Like a hockey team only plays 41 home games. Baseball plays 81. So that's why. Yeah, the Knicks game was really... I just remember I was like, wow, this is really expensive. So I had pretty good seats, but it was very, very expensive to go. So... It is what it is. Well, that's good. Pretty smart getting some baseball in. Why don't you take some photos of you at the game? We could throw them up on uh, BuckSexton.com or put them out on, on the gram. Okay, sure. I'll take a selfie of myself in the field. There we go. That's what we like. You know, people are like, oh, can I tell you? My, my mom uh, saw a photo of you when you were in the studio, and she says, producer Mark looks so nice. She obviously hasn't met me. But I'm just saying, this was she, she saw you. She says, he looks so nice. And I said, yeah, he's, not, he's nice. He's very nice. So, um, Speaking of nice, how's married life going? It's good. You know, it's weird actually living with my wife now. You know, I, she doesn't go away like she used to. 
Yeah. As husband and wife, you guys are living together. That's very nice. Good stuff. I keep using that word. It's I got to find time. That, That's very pleasant. That's very good to know. Producer Mark, would you tell everybody to pass the buck so the podcast continues to grow? Absolutely. We really want to grow the podcast, so pass the buck, as Buck always says. Subscribe, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I think we're on Pandora. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free, by the way, that's a free podcast, that's where you can get the podcast. That's going to be it for today, everybody. Notice how quickly we get through so much of the news of the day. We'll be back tomorrow. Me, producer Mark, all of you here in the hut. Oh, remember to go to BucksExon.store if you want to get a Freedom Hut or Team Buck t-shirt. Go check them out there. Shields high.